if you had to choose a cheese to eat purely for taste and 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 maybe what it pairs with best has something to Havarti. do with it. Havarti? Okay. Smooth. Very smooth. Nice, smooth, creamy, you know? I, I'll throw a Gouda in there, too. Okay. Like, for me, Cheddar's Top, Parmesan might be second. Like, I some good, what? fresh, aged Parmesan, the nuttiness in that. Woo, man, I'm telling you. It's good I stuff. I feel like it's not, can't stand on its own. Yeah. Well, I was just about to say, here's the one thing that we know for sure about cheese. None of it's in the NFL playoffs. Welcome to the fourth and short podcast. You're thinking it and we're saying it. Here are your hosts, Jason, Matt, and Trent. Seven point eight. A seven point eight. That's it. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Hard crowd tonight. Welcome in everybody for the. You didn't stick the landing. You coughed at the end. No, I know I did. I'm sorry. I was running out of a little breath. Welcome in everybody. Fourth and short podcast. It is Super Wild Card Weekend Edition, and holy crap! What a weekend of football we had. I don't remember a better collection of playoff games in a weekend in my recent memory. Now, I may be wrong. I am getting old, so my memory is fading, Matt. But, uh... Okay. Okay. Was it really? And hear me out. Now, an argument can be made. An argument can be was made. It, here's it was why. Not. You had two games that... Should have been blowouts. Mm-hmm. Three games that should have been blowouts. One of them was the 49ers. And it ended up being a blowout. They were like, did. okay. They, they it... finally shook them off and then like kicked them off the ledge. Right. And it was Not a blowout. the second half. The Bills should have been a blowout. Yes. It wasn't. But nope. still ended the way we thought it was going to end. Correct. And then the uh, Cincinnati Bengals should have been a blowout. Correct. It wasn't. But you're still like, okay, that was supposed to happen. They just kind of were hanging in there for some reason. It's not like they won. It wasn't a shock. It wasn't a surprise. You kind of felt the entire game that it was going to end that way. It's like watching the Bills game. Like, you know they're going to win. You're like, right. come on, guys. Like, hurry up. Just just make this a route so we can, you know, Move get on, on with things. One. Yes, yeah. exactly. Oh, yeah. No. Well, we for had the two most good part, games, in my opinion. Yeah. Oh, great games. Great games. Uh, Even those games. So. Uh, but uh, we're going to get into all those games here in a little bit. Now, it is Monday night when we're recording this. The last playoff game has not begun, and so it is just myself, self-proclaimed Steeler fan, and the cheesehead of the South, Matt Peterson, with you tonight because the Crimson Cowboy is otherwise occupied. In fact, I believe he is locked in a, in a an undisclosed location in his house to protect himself and his family, all that he loves, from... What he inevitably knows is going to happen tonight, but what he is praying to everything, I think he's 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 saying every prayer that he knows to try to make it not happen. But uh, Bucks and Cowboys are coming up here in just a little bit. We'll we'll see how that goes tonight. I don't think it really matters whoever wins this game, though. The winner of this game plays San Francisco. I don't. San think Francisco, it man, at San Francisco is the best team in the NFC. Yes. I I mean hot take now. Okay. The New York Giants are not good. They're they're not bad. They're not good. Like I said before, they're a McDonald's hamburger, okay? You know what you're going to get? It's the same thing, but they don't screw it up. They I think are going to beat the Eagles. And oh, see now because, you're getting ahead of things. You're getting oh, ahead of things. Just just hear me out though. I know. I feel like the Eagles peaked already, and they're struggling to find their identity, and it's almost like they need to play one more game, but they don't have the recipe yet. They have no idea, whereas the Giants are going to give you a McDouble, and you're going to be happy, and the McDouble is going to beat whatever recipe they're trying to concoct over there at at the Eagles' place. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. So some some great games, some – every single game – had a what moment in it 
Mm-hmm. And 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 most of them, they had it was it was the majority of the game. So we'll we'll get into all of those here in just a moment. But uh, as is our custom, we have to give out some awards for the weekend. First and ten. All right, Matthew, I'm going to let you go first. Who is your Super Wild Card Weekend Shorty Award winner? Uh, I mean, you know, it has to go to the Jaguars. Yeah. The fact that, yeah, the fact that they were down, was it 27 nothing? I think 27 nothing uh, at one point in that game. 27 nothing in halfway through the second quarter. And they just kept battling. And also to the fans who stayed. Because I think that I would just about have left. Oh, absolutely. Halftime. After the fourth like, pick? Yeah, I was like, I'm out of here, guys. Forget this. This, is like, this was yeah. a good run. Glad we made it. See you next year. Exactly. All the fans, to all the fans who stayed, you deserve a shorty. To Trevor Lawrence for sticking with it. Like you said in a text uh, after that game was over, Trevor Lawrence both lost that game for the Jaguars and won that game for the Jaguars. Straight up. Um, so well done to the Jaguars. They're going to get my shorty. That was an incredible game to watch. One of the best playoff games I think I've seen. Yeah. So it well was them. incredible. And it's amazing how a game can be so unbelievable at, at on one hand and at the same hand, so predictable. Well, I, no, no, no. Okay. We'll, we'll discuss it in just a moment. I don't want to get into it right now. Okay, fine. We're going to discuss it in just a moment. But we I'm do just going to discuss we'll it. We'll put a pin in it, but I'm saying I don't believe this whole Chargers going to Charger thing. Like, I, I don't I don't subscribe to that. Well, and I think you're a little bit well, biased with your love for the, the Jags, but we'll get to that in just a second. Fine. All right. My fine. shorty is going to Daniel Jones. My shorty is going to Daniel Jones because as much as you don't think the Giants are very good, and as a team – on paper, sure. Maybe they're not the greatest. Maybe they are a middle-of-the-road team in the NFL. They're solid. They do what they're supposed to do. But as of right now, and yes, they played the Vikings, who we all know were frauds going into this playoff. In fact, all of us picked the Giants, except for <coughs> you, Matt. And we all knew what was going to happen in this game because the Giants were going to do what they needed to do. But at the center of it, because the Vikings held Saquon to under 100 yards. How do you let Danny freaking Dimes throw for 301 yards and run for almost 100? He was Daniel, the top leading passer and top leading rusher on that team. Daniel Jones became How the first do you do that? This is the most mediocre wide receiving department in the entire NFL. Now that I will agree with. And he threw for 301 yards against the Vikings. That's an embarrassment to the Vikings. Daniel Jones is the first quarterback in NFL history to throw for 300 yards, rush for 70 yards, and throw for two touchdowns in one game ever. And he did it in the playoffs. So I would just ask you. Kirk Cousins, Danny Dimes is the worst. Oh, my goodness. Hold on. Hold on. Can I back? Okay, I'll say this. Danny Dimes is the worst quarterback left in the playoffs. He might be the worst quarterback in the playoffs, period. That includes Skyler What's-His-Face for the for the Dolphins Matthew, and uh, and Math- Brett Matthew. Hunley for – not Brett Hunley. Brock uh, Purdy. What can I think of his name? No, not him. Oh, for Tyler the, Huntley. Uh, Tyler Huntley, thank you. Uh, for the – Matthew. Matthew. Nothing. Matthew. He's not good. Hey, I want you – look, I, I came – I wanted to he's come a, into this. He's a Blake Bortles who can run. I wanted to come into this uh, with not a spirit of hostility. I was going to come in cordially. I want to just have this conversation with you. I am going to put facts out there, and I want you to hear this. I, facts. I, Joe Flacco is a better quarterback than Danny Dimes. See, facts. this is – you Bears are just – are, are you trying to get a rise out of me right now? No, I'm just spitting facts. No, you are not. <laughs> This is I'm all back to the early 1990s spitting facts. F-A-X. See, here's the thing. Maybe five years ago, that is true when Danny Dimes was still in college. But right now, Fox. Daniel Jones, 
on the year, mind you. Okay, on the year. Let, let's just, just just let the let the stats. In fact, here, don't tell stats to me. We're gonna let the stats speak for themselves for Mister Daniel you Jones. Drop against me, and, and you cracked. And and then we're gonna. We're. I don't. I don't even care. Okay, whether or not you admit it, but I know in your heart because I know that you are a man who is for truth, justice in the American way. And so as truth and justice come out, you're going to, in your heart, you're going to give Daniel Jones the respect he's due. Daniel Jones on the year was seventh in the NFL in QBR. In the NFL, seventh. He was better than Joe Burrow, Dak Prescott, Justin Herbert, Derek Carr, your boy, Trevor Lawrence, Tom Brady, Kyler Murray, Matt Stafford, Kirk Cousins, who was 23rd, 7th in QBR. Yeah, because they don't let him throw, and then when he throws, it's a check down. And see, and I knew you were going to say that, all right? Okay, hit me, hit me. Many times stats me. was in the NFL in attempts 14th, so middle of the road, okay? Not not top 10, but not bottom five like you make it out to scene. Okay. So he was, question then, all those great people, where did they, where did they, he's supposedly better than? Apparently we need to hand Danny Dimes the MVP. Where did no, they rank, we're not I saying they rank that. higher than him? I bet, you, I bet you every single one of those people you said had more attempts than Danny Dimes. Okay. I bet you every single out. one. All right. Uh, Brady did. Kirk Cousins did. Joe Burrow okay. did. Trevor Lawrence okay. did. Okay. That's it. So four so, of them. So okay. who, who who's left? Who's left from that list? Uh, Kyler Murray, Dak. Uh, who else did I say? I mean, you're not making a strong case right now. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> oh, it doesn't matter. Okay, sure. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Okay. You need to put some respect on this man, all right? Completion percentage. Danny Dimes was fifth. Fifth completion percentage, okay? Touchdowns. He was tied for... Oh, where is he? There he is. He was uh, 21st, all right? So, again, very low, but... So mediocre. Again, he had Bottom nobody half. to throw the ball to, okay? That's true, he didn't. It's he had he nobody didn't. to throw the ball to. Okay? I will give him that interceptions okay this is it, okay this is where i'm gonna give him credit the reason he's been so bad for so long is because he is a turnover machine he has transcended his turnoverness he has Ooh, turned over <laughs> whoa there it is <laughs> a new leaf yeah there we go uh, and he is he is now takes care of the ball yes he that is the reason five interceptions all year I know. That's incredible. That's why he has become a little more mediocre Joe Flacco. Oh, my gosh. Will you that, just stop? No. Sa- I don't want to hear that dead name. Serious. I don't want to hear that serious. name. He I don't want to hear that more name. more mediocre Joe Flacco who can run the ball. podcast That's ever again. It. Don't that you... is the only thing that Joe he's got going Flacco for him. Joe is Voldemort. He who must not be named. Would you dare say that what name? What do you got against Joe Flacco? Lots of things, first of all. He won a Super Bowl, didn't he? He became yes. the highest paid uh, quarterback in the NFL after he won that Super Bowl, didn't he? And that was money well spent. Yeah, and guess what? What if Danny Dimes goes out there and wins the Super Bowl? You going to make him the highest paid guy? Because I no. think they have – is this his fifth year right now? Is this his fifth year option? Uh, or they got they to pick that up next year? I think I this believe is that's his fifth next year option. Year. Oh, is it next year? No, they believe that's He's next year. Yeah, this is his fourth year. Because he was a okay. rookie when we started recording. Okay, let me tell you about how bad this is going to be for the Giants. Danny Dimes has done enough to get paid. So they're going to pay that man, and then you're stuck with Joe Flacco at a good quarterback salary. Unless he is self-aware enough to go, you know what? I'm really not that good. I'm kind of mediocre. I'm worse than Kirk Cousins, for goodness sakes. Don't give me that much money, which I don't think he's going to do. You're going to have to pay him, and that's going to suck. And then how long till Saquon's deal is up? Or did they ever extend him? They probably should have already extended him. If I'm being I honest. don't know. 
Anyway. Okay. Well, I'm gonna look right. this up while you do. While you go and tell me how wrong I am about my take. I, I, at this point, I'm just going to let you believe what you want to believe. You're wrong, but I'm gonna let you believe what you want to believe. Oh, uh, shall we review your history of calling quarterbacks good or not? Currently, your boy, uh, uh, Bears quarterback. I can't even names completely. Oh, the leading my quarterback mind. rusher in the NFL. Oh, don't even start. You remember those stats I quoted to you? Yeah, well, let's not talk about, about how like much you love Lamar. Okay, oh, well, guess Lam- what? Lamar, Lamar is better Lamar. than Lamar is better than Danny Dimes. Oh my goodness. Oh, I'm sorry. Has Danny Dimes ever been the league MVP? You mean MFP? I mean MVP. If you M- go look M-F-P? it up on the interwebs, <laughs> okay, MVP. Right, we- we're spending way too much on this conversation. We need to move on. But uh, one of these days, you will eat those words. So, all right. Who are you yeah, giving? Oh, I hate that guy. Your Shefty, too. I mean, by extension, I've got to give it to probably the Chargers, but I'm not going to do that. I'm actually going to give it to the Bills because Ooh, okay. the Bills – I think it was four times, three or four. I'm not sure which. For sure three, might have been four. They called timeout. No, twice they called timeout once the refs uh, screwed them. But they called timeout on a big play because they felt something was off and the, the Dolphins didn't make the fourth down or third down or whatever it was. So instead of letting the play go and getting the stop, they reversed the call and gave him another chance, which then they then converted on. <laughs> so they went out there. It was like third and whatever. He's like, timeout, 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 timeout. Comes in there, takes a timeout. The play runs. They stopped him. And then they're like, oh, it was a timeout on the field. Never mind. Do it again. And it happened once with the refs, I think, at the end. Uh, it was actually a delay of game. And they ran the play. It was a running play, and they stopped yes. him on the running play. And yep. there was delay a game, and they moved him back five yards and gave him another shot at it. Um, and I don't think they actually made it on that. They one. did not. Yeah. So that my, going out to the to the Bills for number one taking those timeouts and trying to shoot themselves in the foot, and then just for shooting themselves in the foot all game long and letting a a extremely bad Miami team take them to the the last drive. I mean, how do you I think? Do that? I think extremely bad. That's 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 a little harsh. Comparatively, comparatively, that game should have been yes. a blowout. Here's one thing we have to remember about these two games, and and I was thinking about this: these two games that we said should be blowouts, they were both division games. So care. these are these are two teams that have already. Allen doesn't throw all those picks. Well, that's a blowout. That's that's been an issue. The Bills have the third most uh, turnovers in the league this year. I think it was seventeen nothing at at the start, and then they let them just come yeah. back and put points on them. Oh yeah, well I think that's more of an issue. I mean, turnovers give short fields. One was a fumble recovery that uh, the that Miami had to take the lead, I believe, in the at the beginning of the second half. So Josh Allen had three fumbles and he lost one of them and he threw two picks. So Josh Allen was responsible for three turnovers. But this has been the narrative. This is the narrative since they got Josh Allen and and rose to success, rose to where they are now at the top of the league and, and one of the contenders every single year. The narrative has always been, can they limit the mistakes? You're not going to completely uh, uh, eliminate them, I, I don't think, because of the way they play, but can you limit them? And uh, maybe it's good. Maybe they get them out of the way against Miami. They, they you know, breathe a sigh of relief now that that game is over and move on because... Based on what I saw, this is not the Bills' year. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. This, this isn't it. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, heck, I'm thinking I'm going to take... I mean, I'm speaking out of both sides of my mouth because of what Trevor, the four picks Trevor Lawrence threw, but I'd take the Jaguars over the Bills right now. Oh, Wow. Okay. All right. Well, we'll I mean, come the back Chiefs to that. are the best. The the Chiefs. It's it's Chiefs. I didn't watch the Bengals game, so I guess I can't make a really firm statement. But I'm gonna say it's Chiefs, Bengals, Jags, Bills. Oh yeah, you got that all wrong. All right. I my so. my Shefty is going to John Harbaugh, the coach of the Ravens, for two things. 
because you said you did not watch that game last night, correct? Did not. Okay. Two things. First of all, stay back. I watched like two minutes in the fourth. But you did not watch the end of it, and this is what I'm going to. No, I saw the last two minutes. Oh, you did. Okay. Did you see the fumble, uh, the goal line fumble as Tyler Huntley tried to jump over the line, and it was swatted away, and the Bengals returned it all the way for a touchdown, 99 yards. Did you see that? That wasn't on the last. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. I'm just saying it was towards. Okay. No, I did not see that. So, just so you are aware, all right. The Bengals also came out and hit the Ravens and then for some reason went stone cold on offense and then it went back and forth and it was tied at 17 for a little while and then halfway through the fourth quarter, the Ravens again are driving. They get all the way down. The Bengals cannot stop J.K. Dobbins at all, all night. They get down to the goal line. And what do they do instead of giving J.K. Dobbins the ball to just punch it in to take the lead, mind you? Tyler Huntley, who's not a big guy, tries to jump over the pile and the ball gets swatted away while he is clearly short of the goal line. It was clear and obvious he did not score. It comes right down into the arms of Sam Hubbard, the Bengals linebacker, who runs at 99 yards for the game-winning score. That was the deciding score in that game. Why in the world, John Harbaugh, are you trying to do a sneak with an undersized and relatively inexperienced quarterback in the biggest moment of his life to this point and not running the running back who has gotten you to this point? Dobbins even came out after the game. I don't know if you've seen this. And questioned it himself. Now, maybe he, he probably shouldn't have done that. That's not going to look good. That that team's got huge mess yep. clean up right now. But he comes out and says, I don't know why I didn't get the ball. You know, Tyler, he didn't blame Tyler Huntley, but he said he shouldn't have been put in that position to begin with. And then he says we would have won with Lamar. And they probably would have. Yeah, I think they the way the Bengals played. Yep. So John Harbaugh, shefty to you for not running Dobbins in that situation. Dumb, dumb, dumb. And I know hindsight's 2020 if he scores there nobody's talking about it but just it, it didn't make sense this is same same thing we look back at the super bowl why they didn't run Marshawn instead of passing it with russ uh, my other issue is his clock management on the last drive did you see that he's in i mean last... isn't that isn't it always been his a little bit of a a little a bit a little, a little bit of a bugaboo for him okay they literally wasted an entire minute of play just huddling and kind of moseying on up to the line. I guess I was going to defend him for a second, but you've been rolling Tyre Huntley for a, a while now. Yeah. You should not have to do any of that. Like You should, you, you should know how to run a two-minute offense with that guy. You know, this is not like, oh, my goodness, Lamar got hurt. You know, you know, last week and right. so really wait, who was the quarterback? No, Huntley played last week, right? Or uh, uh, yeah, last week he played. He started. I think they had like Anthony Brown their third. There was another runner. guy who yeah. was in Anthony Brown. Still though, Tyler Huntley should have been able. To, they should have been able to run that. Yes, they should have. But the thing is, I I don't understand where was where was the sense of urgency at the end of that game for the Ravens? I mean, did they think he was going to throw a hail mary towards the end there? And and then, again, I mean, we're just checking it down. We're checking it down. We're not even yeah, giving receivers yeah. a chance. Yep. So so big shefty to John Harbaugh for those two decisions. Hey, speaking of the sneak, can I also uh, wax a little more eloquent about the the Jaguars? Talk about the Kahunes. Oh yeah, on Doug Peterson for going for two. Well, for going for it on that fourth down. But then also going, uh, no, the fourth down was later. For go, first of all, for going for two to mm-hmm. put themselves in a position to win the game. Correct. With that uh, that diving uh, sneak by by Lawrence. Right. And then later for uh, running that outside sweep. Yep. When everybody, like, that could have gone so wrong. Yep. And all you needed was a foot. And he's like, nope, I'm going to roll these dice. And you roll the dice and it. Paid off when they won the game because of it. So it was well, incredible. this is the same man that called the Philly special in the Super Bowl with Nick Foles. So I mean, he has a history of it. It's not but surprising. Who was who was talking crap about Doug Peterson? Was that you or Trent? 
I think it was I Trent. What me? No, I'm I'm a big fan of Doug Peterson. He's the reason that Philadelphia got that Super Bowl. It's not because of Nick Foles. He's not. It's not a situation where he could have put Brock Purdy out there and he probably could have gotten him to win. Yeah, we'll see. All right. Well, that's our awards for Super Wildcard Weekend. Let's kind of touch on the rest of these games. Kind of put a bow on the weekend and then get ready to make some picks. Second and long. Okay, so we're just going to kind of go in order and clean up anything else we want to discuss with these games. You don't happen to have any headlines, do you? Oh, no, I didn't. I didn't think oh. about that. No, that's all right. Uh, no. Got yeah, don't, 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 don't try at this point. It's I was okay. going to try and, yeah, I was going to try and roll some off the, off the cuff. That would have been impressive. I know that would have been. That's all right. Okay, so let's start with San Francisco, Seattle. So two subpar game... quarterbacks battled out, and the most subpar of the two wins. Um, am I supposed to guess, or is that for this game? <laughs> <laughs> Which game are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, oh, we got a couple. Um, so San Francisco. I, I feel no, like I this going is. For, I was going for Giants, Minnesota. On that yeah, one. well, that one also would work. Um, San Francisco, I feel like we could say this about just about any of these games. A team gets out to a big lead, then they cough it up, except for except for Jacksonville Chargers. That's the end. Uh, and then it just goes back and forth for a little while until the team we expected to win wins. And well, that's what Nick happened. Bosa, in this that strip sack by Nick Bosa, all of a sudden, they're oh, like, that completely oh, changed. Oh, that's right, because they were driving. CL was driving, and then after that, they just they went to the toilet. Yeah, they had they didn't have any any chance, and they could. Here's here's to me two things about this for San Francisco, and I'll let you make any uh, observations that you want to. Uh, Seattle could they did not have an answer for Christian McCaffrey. He runs for 118 yards. He was a difference maker in this game. Well, for the minute you try and stop him, they're just giving it to Debo. Yes, and Debo looked like old Debo. Yep, like good good old Debo. So. So that was impressive. My second they thing is they have a top tier threat at each position except yes. quarterback. And they have a and top tier wide receiver, they have a top tier tight end, they have a top tier running back. And here's what I want to say about Brock Purdy because whatever you think of him subpar and and compared to the rest of the quarterbacks in the playoffs well, Okay, probably, well, well here here's my take though on Brock Purdy. He's still a rookie and yes. he's going to make a rookie mistake and at some point in the playoffs whether they make it a Super Bowl or not, he's going to have to step up and be the guy. And I don't think he's ready yet to step up to be the guy to make the play that's going to win you the game. I don't think that that's he's ready for that yet. It's not a knock on him. I'm not saying Brock Purdy's not good. I'm just saying that he doesn't have the the time as an NFL quarterback to do that. Hmm. Seems like I remember that there was another rookie that came into the league at some point. Not that I am comparing him to Tom Brady, but at one point he was able to at least do enough to get his team to the Super Bowl. And I feel like Brock Purdy can because of the rest of the team around him. He was now, and he looked kind of iffy the first half of this game, but he settles down. He makes the throws that he has to. He does. He still does not make the mistake yet. So as much as you're saying that he's going to, at some point, maybe you're right. I think he's going to in the Super Bowl. We can only look at be demanded of him and he's not going to be able to do it. And that's because I don't true. think that I don't think anybody in the NFC can stop the 49ers right now. I don't think anybody in the NFC is actually good. I don't think Dallas is good. I don't think Tampa Bay is good. I don't think that the Giants are good. I don't think the Eagles are good. That leaves what? San Francisco? Yeah, San Francisco. That's it. Yeah. Unless somehow this this buy manages to help Philadelphia catch lightning in a bottle again and come back to where they were at the middle of the season. Which maybe they can, you know, maybe Jalen Hurts really steps it up, but man, I don't know. It's hard to argue against San Francisco, and nice. and I mean they're my pick to go to the Super Bowl at this point. I mean, too. If full full disclosure, I mean I don't think it matters who they face in the championship game, both because of their defense and because of the weapons that they have on offense. Now I will say kudos to Seattle for coming out and. I mean, scoring 17 in the second quarter to take the lead in this game. I mean, they were they were winning at halftime. 
Which well, is that's impressive. because they couldn't stop DK in the first no. half. DK but here's did whatever he Here, here's for for you that give us the the uh, useless stats. DK Metcalf now has three fifty yard or more than fifty yard touchdowns in the playoffs. He's tied for second in NFL history. Who's tied? Or who's first? Uh, John Stallworth. Yeah, I was gonna say you better not. So it's impressive, and 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 what even more for Seattle because again we we have to give Seattle props, Gino, Pete Carroll, that entire team, because we both preseason gave them the team butt fumble award, like it was a no brainer. Yeah, they were was. gonna be the worst team. They were going to be picking first in the NFL draft next year. And yet they go to the playoffs for a half. They compete um, and they still get a top five pick. Thank you, Broncos. So it's pretty, pretty, pretty incredible. Anything else you want to say about this game? No, not really. All, All right. right. They're going to Super Bowl. Move on. Yeah. All right. I'm going to let you take the lead on this next game. And then we want to talk about it. Okay. Next game being the Chargers Jaguars. Yes. All right. So Chargers Jaguars. It was all Chargers all day, up twenty-seven to zero. Because, uh, what was the name of the corner who kept picking off Trevor Lawrence? Sante Samuel Jr. Sante Samuel Jr. Three picks. Yep. Just, I mean, Trevor Lawrence could not catch a break. Like everything he did, pick, pick, pick. Chargers get up twenty-seven to nothing. Everybody thinks it's over. I think it's over. Yep. Chargers scored three more points in the second half. And that was it. It was all Jaguars the oh. rest of the time. When okay, here's what I said. I, I I said, all right, I'm gonna watch one drive in the second half. If the Jaguars score, I'll watch. If they don't, I'm turning it off. I'm going to bed. Yeah, they scored. I was like, dang it. Watch. <laughs> <laughs> so I sat there and I watched that thing. In the yep, found it. The Jaguars. My pick, okay? My pick for next year is getting it done this year because they went out there. Now, here's my hot take. Not even a hot take. I think this is just spitting facts, F-A-X. I think that that game should have been a complete blowout. Jaguars blowing out the Chargers. You take away all those turnovers and that great field position, how many points do the Chargers even score in that game? What if the Jaguars score on one or two of those positions. You're talking about them hanging a 40 burger on the Chargers and the Chargers having like 17 points the whole game. It should have been like 40 something to seven or 10 or 17, whatever. The points don't matter. It, it like double their score. The Jaguars should have been up double on the on the Chargers. Also, everybody wants to sit here and say, well, Chargers going to Charger. No, they just weren't that good. Like, they got gifted all these picks. They should have been blown out by the Jaguars, but they weren't. So Chargers didn't charge her. Chargers just got lucky in the first half. And the Jaguars were the better team. Okay. All right. Here's where I'm going to play devil's advocate for you and say that this game, not to take anything away from the Jaguars. Let, let me just be straight up front about this and give full props to the Jaguars, full props to Trevor Lawrence. When you throw four picks to, when you have as many completions, four, to your own team as you do to the other team, barely outside the first quarter, I mean, you, your first quarter and a half, and you don't completely go into a shell and give up, my goodness, that is some mental fortitude. Yes, it is. So, Huge, I mean, and 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 this is even bigger props that you go to Waffle House after the game to celebrate. <laughs> I mean, that's just that's the that, very Florida man thing to do. It is so kudos to them. Here's where I'm going to say this is maybe it's not more so, but I, we've got to, we can't say one is greater than the other. I don't think that the Chargers. Because whether or not you want to believe that the Jaguars would have blown them out, and maybe they would have, but the fact of the matter is, the way the second half went down, is is that's just the way it was. And yet the Chargers, whatever 
uh, adjustments, Doug Peterson and the Jaguars made at halftime. The well, Chargers did. No. did not make any. Because what adjustment was there to make? Hey, uh, let's see. We picked this guy off four times. They've scored. Did they even score in the first quarter or the first half? Did they score three? What did they score in the first half? Seven. Oh, they did score seven. Okay. Well, we're up 27 to seven. They can't really do anything. We've picked this fool off like four times. Let's just do more of that. That's what I would have said at halftime. Yeah, well, can't... You, there was there was no adjustment to make. They barely got to see the Jaguars do anything. Yeah. I, I and just... What did the Jaguars? Guess what the Jaguars changed at halftime? Nothing. That was in the interview coming out of halftime. Uh, they said, what was your message to the team? Like, we didn't change anything. We just said, let's go play our game plan that we were supposed to play. He didn't change it one lick. He said, let's just go put and go out there and play what we know we're supposed to play, what we were what with the game plan we put in coming into this thing. That's all they did. There was here's no adjustments where, to make. Here's where I'm going to still say this on the Chargers. You, you then you have to make adjustments on offense halfway through. When you realize that you're not moving the ball the way that you were, short fields or not, they were still moving the ball. They were still scoring. Eckler was still able to do what he wanted to do. And then it just completely dried up in the second half. Did you, I mean, again, as good as the Jaguars are, as young as they are, as, forgive me, for as dumb as they are, for not realizing when you're down 27-7 in a playoff game that you're out of it, and rightfully so, you have to realize they are going to fight. The Chargers, and maybe this is coaching, I, I still... I still, I almost gave a Shefty out to Brandon Staley I, and the Chargers front office. I still don't know why that man still has a job. Between what happened at the end of the year with playing his starters in a meaningless game, losing Mike Williams, who knows what would have happened if they had Mike Williams out there. With losing Mike Williams and and then just not making it, not doing what was necessary to figure out how to change something. I mean, it's like he was just standing there on the sideline, dumbfounded that we expected nothing to change in the second half. The Jaguars were going to come out swinging the second half. They were at home. They were in their first playoff game in six years. They were not going to just lay down. You cannot expect that game to be over at halftime. So that's why I'm going to say that this is, as great as the, the Jaguars' comeback was, we still have to give as much crap to the Chargers because they did Charger it. They have that, they have that uh, uh, reputation for a reason. Also, I just want to throw this out there. Austin Eckler was 13 carries for 35 yards, so he's averaging 2.7 yards a carry. He had an invisible night. I know because they didn't, they stopped running him. That's what I'm saying. I don't. When you okay, what you, do you, what do you do? look at averaging two point seven. No, no, no. Let me ask you something. Let me ask you something. Average two point nine. Let me ask you something. Okay, when you have a lead in the in a, in a foot, if you're a football coach and you have the lead, what do you do? What is your main goal in that to game? Burn clock. Exactly. Ah ah. Oh boy, here we go. If you're averaging two point seven yards a carry. In three plays, how close do you get? You get at least seven. Seven yards? Yeah, so you run two and then you throw okay. it. Okay, and then you throw it. You have one chance. Let's say it's now third and it's third and what? They get three to five. Third and five. Okay, so yeah, you get the third, third five, five third you throw and it. short. That's what Man, you want. And when you can't run the ball, when you can't run the ball, when you can't impose yourself on them, you're going three and out. Every time, and, and that's and what so they did. When, they went three and, and, and out. Okay, here, here, here's the here's the other side of that coin. Okay, because when you're not running the ball, what are you doing? You're burning five seconds at a at a time. When you're running the ball, whether or not you make the first down, you're at least burning a few minutes at a time, as opposed to fifteen seconds when you have three incompletions. So I'm saying that was terrible, terrible, terrible play calling by the Chargers. Now, as much as the Jaguars won that game. The Chargers lost it. It's both ways. Mm. So. I think it's like 60-40 in favor of the Jaguars. 55-45. No, uh, 60-40. Buffalo beats Miami 34-31. And again, another game that was 
What what is going on? Because it was 17 nothing Buffalo. Miami comes all the way back, ties the game at halftime. Right before halftime, Buffalo takes the lead 20 to 17. And then they take the lead. Miami takes the lead halfway through the third quarter on that strip sack uh, of Josh Allen. Um, and, and then, like we said, Buffalo is able to hold on. They come out. They're figuring it out. But mistake football, mistake-filled football is what Buffalo's playing. And I'm hoping for their sake that they got it all out. I'm hoping that this was just yep. emotional after everything that they've been through. I mean, DeMar Hamlin was there so saw his teammates before the game. Um, I think that I think that the Buffalo Bills are the Philadelphia Eagles just on the other side of the of the on the other conference. I think that they're this this kind of high powered offense that seems to maybe be a little mistake prone and they're letting these crappy teams hang around and they're going to get bit. Yeah. I feel like that's who they are. Well, that's kind of been their MO for the last couple of years, right? Yeah, I think that I think that's And then they figured cool. it out when it matters. So we're just going to find out if that's who they are still. I think we do need to give props to the Dolphins and again as as while they are definitely not as good as some of the other teams in the playoffs and certainly didn't show it coming into the playoffs. I mean, they do have Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle and, and Skylar Thompson played well. I mean, he, he wasn't probably no, obviously nobody gave them a chance, but they had a chance going into the end of that game. So it, he was definitely not the reason they lost. He may not have been able to figure out how to get them to win, but they had a chance, so Buffalo's yep. moving on. Um, you Giants... know you're going to lose if your quarterback's name is Skyler. <laughs> who's, who's scared of a quarterback named Skyler? Uh, yeah, you. Sorry, Skyler. I'm not trying um, to dunk on you, Skyler, but Skyler I mean, definitely sounds that's like the most he's got unmasculine name ever. Glasses and a pocket protector full of pens. So uh, I feel like that's that ambiguous name where you don't know if it's a dude or a chick. That's also true. All right, Giants win in Minnesota, 31-24. And uh, I'm not going to lie, when the Vikings came out and scored pretty easily to start the game, I thought, okay, okay, maybe this is going to be a game. Maybe the Vikings will actually prove that they got something. And then primetime Kirk showed up and couldn't do anything. So um, I, I don't really know what else to say about this game it went as i don't we thought think okay it okay okay let me i'll just say this i'm not a kirk cousins apologist by any means but kirk cousins is not the reason that they lost that game everyone's like oh look he i'll agree with down. you there. he I'll checked it down that. on fourth and five or seven or whatever it was he didn't throw it to the first down sticks no his defense let him down a defense that, that was not... ranked 31st in the league all year let's well when you play that. the packers okay you're gonna be all right this year, but there or and the Bears, uh, it is not Kirk Cousins' fault that they went out there and did it. If you can't stop Danny freaking Dimes, Joe Flacco Jr., as I'm now gonna term him, if you can't stop Joe Flacco Jr., then you deserve to lose. I mean, the Giants put up 431 yards on these guys. Who, if, if I would told you that, hey. The Giants have a more high-powered offense than the Vikings. You'd have laughed me off of this podcast, and rightfully so. But no, they had put up a hundred more yards of offense than the than the Minnesota Vikings did. That's insane. Not to mention the Vikings only rushed for sixty-one yards. Yeah, it's just well, the the, the Giants did what they needed to do to stop Dalvin Cook, like you said, and Justin Jefferson. Jefferson was seven for 47. I mean, they, we, everybody thought he had a touchdown right at the beginning of the game, but he turns out he was out at the one, but man. Yeah. The, yeah well, I mean, if that, I felt, but they followed the Packers game plan on that because the Packers went out there and all we did was shut down Justin Jefferson and all of a sudden the game got kind of easy. Yeah. So maybe it's just, maybe that's the problem. Maybe it's just Kirk Cousins just looks for Justin Jefferson. He's like, I don't know. I'll just check to him. Something will happen. But then you have to have a running game to go with it. Well, Hawkinson had a good game. I was going to say, Hawkinson was definitely the second look. Yeah, for sure. But, uh, yeah, I mean... It... Still, that that's that's on the defense. That's not on Kirk Cousins. I'm I'm not a Kirk apologist. 
I am not one of these guys who's going to call him Costco Kirk, Kirkland Cousins. Okay. <laughs> but I'm defending him right now. Okay. All right. That's fine. All right. The last game last night, Cincinnati, Baltimore, we pretty much laid out everything that need everybody needs to know about this game. Cincinnati comes out. They take a nine, nothing lead because they miss an extra point. And then Baltimore comes right out and they take a 10, nine lead going into halftime. And then they trade touchdowns in the second half, 17, all go all the Ravens get all the way down to the goal line. They try to do that sneak Huntley fumbles. It goes all the way back 99 yards. The Ravens have a chance, and because of poor play calling and poor time management, they fall short. The Bengals, I, we said yesterday, I think we said this last week too, but we said yesterday for sure before this game, this was going to be the blowout of the weekend. This was going to be an ugly game. Oh, yeah. I, I had it marked down as a massive blowout. I mean, you said you took, you took, you took the spread in every game, correct? Or at least in that one. Yeah, in that one, and all and all the the heavy. I took the spread in with the Bengals and with the 49ers, which that one actually uh, worked. Yeah, out. that one worked. And out. with Buffalo, and yeah. only one of those hit is the yeah. 49ers. So, I was I was shocked that this was as close as it was. Uh, Cincinnati, I think Cincinnati and Buffalo, they're kind of mirror images right now going yeah, into this game against are. each other. Both of are. them are just. Wiping hey, let this. me revise. Let me revise what I said. The best team in the FC right now is Chiefs, then Jaguars, then the Bills and Bengals tied. Oh my goodness! But it doesn't matter. I'm not going to get to prove it because unfortunately, the the Chief or the Bengal uh, Jaguars have to play the Chiefs, and they're going to lose to the Chiefs. All right. I want to do a little exercise real quick before we get to picks. Okay. What is your leaving the Chiefs and the Eagles out? because we haven't seen them in a couple of weeks. Basically, what is your power ranking, your confidence level in the winners of yesterday's games? San Francisco's number one. That like, I, got power rank, I got power rank all of them? Yeah, the five teams that won yesterday. In order yeah. of how, how confident are you that, you know, that I, I, how confident are you that they're going to win this next weekend? Whether or not you pick them, just what's your confident level? San Francisco. Okay. Jaguars. Uh boy. Oh boy, oh boy. Oh man, that's tough, man. <laughs> wow. I guess Buffalo, Minnesota, Cincinnati. You mean the Giants? Uh yeah. Buffalo Giants, Cincinnati. Okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I'm gonna go. What did I say? You said Minnesota. No, still point stands. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm also going to go San Francisco first. Uh, I'm I'm still going to take Buffalo second. I'm going to take the Giants third. Uh, I'm going to go with Jacksonville four, Cincinnati five. The problem is, is I didn't watch the Cincinnati game. Like I don't have a read on them. When this, when it I, like, came- I'm just. I'm pulling. It, I'm pulling these stuff on my butt. Like, when it when it came out, I mean, their defense definitely did what it needed to do when it counted. But they were letting Huntley. They were letting Dobbins. They were letting them move the ball in between the twenties. I just feel like they got hot right there in the second half of the season for a bit, and I, and I'm working off a memory of them as opposed to who they really are right now. I still think, especially this weekend against the Bills, I think this is going to be a shootout game but I think it's going to be who gets to the quarterback more. If Josh Allen gets pressured and makes, even though he's great under pressure, but if he makes mistakes. Well, I mean, they sacked him four times, so. Right. And Uh, we know that Cincinnati, we know that Cincinnati can't protect Burrow. So if that becomes an issue, that's going to be a problem. All right. Well, let's make some. That is the deepest thing I've ever heard. What's that? That becomes an issue. That's going to be a problem. <laughs> that needs to be. That is some, that's some deep, <laughs> hey, deep thinking going we, on right we here. We are just spitting facts in this, this episode. F-A-X. That's right. All right. Third and three. All right. We need to make some picks for next weekend. 
And even though there is still one game being played, I don't know as if it really matters because I think we all know, even Trent, we all know who we're taking. So uh, let's review where we stand after our picks for the three of us last weekend. All right, Matt and I, you and I both went four and one. I, of course, got the Chargers wrong, although that looked good for a half. And then you incorrectly picked Minnesota. And Trent right now is sitting at 5-0. and oh. So he's looking yeah. pretty good. Um, I really actually do think that Dallas is going to win this game. Even now I do. I okay. think he's going to – I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move up to be tied with him. And then you're okay. going to be uh, second. That's all right. Uh, so we've got the four games for this weekend. And uh, we will pick them. And then, again, we'll, we'll pick the, the uh, fourth game, uh, the winner – of tonight's game we'll play san francisco regardless of who it is and so we'll figure out who that is and and just pick and if it changes then we'll we'll change it later so uh we've got kicking off the weekend jacksonville is going to kansas city matt who you got i gotta take kansas city okay i uh, jacksonville just a super emotional game i mean they are kind of hot right now but I don't think you're going to beat Kansas City in Kansas City. If this was in Jacksonville, I would be tempted to take Jacksonville, but not not in Kansas City. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't I'm. Think a, so. I think I would take Kansas City with the spread almost. I don't know what it's going to be. I assume it's going to be like seven and a half, but I just don't see him doing it. Probably around a touchdown. All right, Trent is also taking Kansas City. Uh, we've got the Giants in Philadelphia. Who are you taking, Mr. Peterson? I feel like I have to ride this bandwagon of hate. <laughs> I was just about to say, are I, I you love, going I, to take the budget Joe Flacco? Uh, Joe Flacco Jr., JFJ? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go against JFJ. So you going to Give me the Eagles. All right. Trent I just... Is- I really feel like this is a trap game, and I think that the the Giants are going to win. But I don't well, care. Give me JFJ. I'm taking or, uh, the, I'm, the Eagles. I'm taking the Giants and Mister Daniel Ten Cent Dime Jones. All right, Cincinnati. Danny Nichols. Buffalo. Who did Trent take? He took Philadelphia. He took Philadelphia. Okay, that's one you may be able to sneak away from us on. Yeah, you may get that one. All right, who you got? Cincinnati, Buffalo. Ah, Buffalo, because I just ranked them higher in my power rankings, so I got to put them higher here. And it's in a neutral site game, is it not? No, this will be in Buffalo. Wait, what was the neutral site? That's going to be if they face Kansas City. Uh, Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, Buffalo, then, if it's in Buffalo. All right, yeah, I'm going to also take Buffalo. And then Dallas. Yeah, yeah, again, it doesn't matter. And then uh, Trent is also taking San Francisco, regardless of what happens this weekend. All right. So those are our picks for this weekend. So we at... picked exactly the same except for the Giants. Yes, that's correct. Okay. So I've got the chance to do one better than you guys this weekend, which I'm going to need it depending on what happens tonight. I'm going to say right now, if Jaguars pull this off, I'm picking them to go to the Super Bowl. I don't care who they play next. It could be Buffalo. It could be don't matter. I'm picking. At them. that point, how can you? How can you choose? How can you not? You know. Yeah. At, at I feel point, like I'm. I'm. If I was truly on the hype train, I would be picking. You would have picked them right now. now. In I fact, I, I'm kind of a little disappointed that you didn't. In I fact, like I almost I, have to. I don't think that you're a true, true uh, hype train. No, you're trying to get me to lose this, <laughs> this this competition right now. I don't feel like you are a true Jaguars hype train ticket holder. No, remember, it's for next season. It's not for this season. Okay, all right. Uh, Let's see how you as the fans did. We've got you picking Buffalo over Miami, Cincinnati over Baltimore, the Jags over the Chargers, 49ers over the Seahawks. Uh, You picked the Vikings over the Giants. Mm -mm -mm. So you're 5-1 and fans as well. And you have wait who they pick for Dallas? Who they pick for Dallas? Evenly split 50-50. So wait, how do we decide this? Uh, I guess we're gonna flip a coin for them. 
Mm, the coin for them? That's right. We'll figure that out next week. All right. And then. Wait, no, got figured out now. They got to make their pick right now. Okay. All right. You're going to flip a coin? Yeah, I mean, I guess. We want to do a coin flip. We got something better. Uh, do you have any ideas? <laughs> okay. 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 We'll do this. Whoever scores next in the Dallas versus Tampa Bay game is well, it hasn't currently 6 nothing. Oh, is it? Well, yeah, it's it's 6 nothing Dallas. Oh, okay. Ooh. They missed okay. the they missed the field goal, so congratulations. You can go uh rant on Brett Maher. Yeah. Uh whoever scores next is the person that they tip. Okay. All right. Sounds good. All right, we'll find out what happens next week. All right, that leaves us with one more thing to do. Fourth and short. All right. Well, in a in a, in a strange turn of events, uh, the touchdown draft is looking a little different than it did in the regular season, Matthew. Oh, when you turn shall, the page to the playoffs, shall I shall and, I be picking some winners and you get here? To, and you get to finally pick whatever good players are available. You actually do something. All right. All right. So here's where we stand after one week of the playoff touchdown draft. Oh, let's go. (laughs) Jamar Chase, who scored one. We all did. I mean, we all picked winners so far. I'm waiting on Mike Evans tonight. Uh, McCaffrey scored one for Trent. He's waiting on Gallup. Uh, Would you check and see who scored that touchdown for Dallas? Oh, yes. Uh, Yes, I shall. All right, we'll see if he it looks it. like it was a pass to Dalton Schultz. Okay, so still nothing for Gallup, but we'll see what happens to Trent. But Matthew, Matthew Peterson, you picked Saquon Barkley, who uh, scored two. That's that's Dr. Cheddar to you. <laughs> and you picked Austin Eckler, who also scored two. So well done. Four points, baby. That's exactly right. Well done. All right. So we will get Trent's picks later, but uh, we're going to go ahead and start. Uh, I believed, uh, let's see, Trent went first last week, I believe. So uh, Matt, we'll let you go first this week. All right. So it can be anybody in the playoffs that hasn't been picked already. Anybody in the playoffs who hasn't been picked already. Well, let's see here. Uh, let's I need some switch. Jeopardy music when we're trying to decide a here, right? Bit. Uh, well, I'm thinking maybe I should just uh keep it simple, stupid, and just take uh Debo Samuel. Okay, All I kind of right. like. I mean, he didn't score one, but Brock Purdy did throw three touchdowns. Yep. So, no, he did go score a touchdown. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'll take Debo Samuel. Okay. All right. Uh well I am going to go ahead and take the double. Uh oh no I don't see here's where you here's where here's where things get a little tricky on this because you want to take oh. good players, yep. but if you take good players now for teams that will still be there next week, then your options become limited. But I feel like I have to just go ahead and take players that are going to score touchdowns, especially to make up the ground that we've lost to you already this week. So I'm going with the double double tight end stack. I'm going to take yeah, Kelsey and Kittle. I, forgot. I For some reason, I totally blanked on uh, Kansas City. So I'm taking Travis Kelsey, who did me well earlier this year and frankly is really the only reason I won as big as I did. And I'm taking George Kittle, who did not score for San Francisco, but he didn't need to. So we'll see what he does this week against Tampa Bay or Dallas. All right. So who is going to be your second pick? Mm. I'm really thinking about Jalen Hurts. I'm really thinking about Jarek McKinnon. Okay. Uh, boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. I feel like Jarek yeah. McKinnon has scored a zillion touchdowns in the past mm-hmm. little bit, so I just got to take Jarek McKinnon. All right, so he's going McKinnon. All right. Just watch. Pachanko is going to get all the touchdowns or something this time Yeah, around. probably. All right, we'll get Trent's picks. We'll let him still have a couple so he's still in this, and we'll let him pick whoever is available at this point. 
All right. Well, we made it through week one of the NFL playoffs. And boy, was it exciting. That means we've got a lot to look forward to in week two. The divisional round is coming up. Go Jags. I was going to say, are you ready? Uh, can you give us a big Duval? No, because I hate that chance. Oh, really? So that's Oh, one, I hate it. That's the You're not on that train. No, I am not on that train. That train needs to get derailed because okay. it is the most annoying thing. I hate it more than I hate Skull. Wow. All right. I, you heard it here first, folks. Peace out. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Fourth and Short Podcast. Join the conversation and follow us on Instagram at Fourth and Short Podcast. More than Skull, huh? Skull is actually kind of cool. It is. I mean, I don't like it. So, what about you boys? You don't like it. I don't know why it's just a noise. That's interesting. Are you just jealous that the package don't have it?